Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Don't Quote Me. I'm your host, Orla Condon, and this week I'm joined by podcaster Carla Kay. Coming up on today's show, Philip Schofield resigns from ITV after admission of relationship with a younger male colleague as this morning faces increasing backlash for toxic work environment. The cast of Love Island's summer 2023 season has been revealed and we're discussing what to expect when the show kicks off next week. I can't believe it. In other news, I'm talking about Netflix's new The Ultimatum Queer Love and how absolutely chaotic it is. While Carla has a lengthy list of things that she's been enjoying, including a sci-fi book about Beauty and the Beast's Gaston. No joke, let's get stuck in. Yes, we're talking about it again. There is more news. Here to discuss this week's topics with me, Carla Kay. Always lovely to see you. How are you? Ah, lads, look, the sun is shining, so therefore the outlook is brighter for some people. (laughs) No, I'm absolutely sweating balls. I'm so warm. It's hideous. I'm dreading it. I'm dreading the heat waves, man. Last year nearly killed me. It's too much. You can't dress during the morning, you're freezing. Get into the car, you're Baltic. By the time you get to work, you're fucking sweating. Do you know? Do you remember that episode of The Simpsons years ago where Homer wears the moo-moos, like the big dresses? Yes, that's. I'm what... like, get me fucking one of them summer dresses that I can it's just me. like moo-moo season. Oh, big time moo-moo big season. Big moo-moo season. I don't want a single scrap of fabric touching my skin. I just want to feel the breeze. <laughs> like bras and knickers, goodbye. I don't know. Yeah. I've never no. seen you. It's no. time to wander around like a kid. After the pill with just yeah. your underpants on and a t-shirt. Like that's the only that's the only thing getting us through. No, no, no. There are no no rules in this weather for me. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's not sanitary. Exactly. Um 
we are diving back into a story that we have covered on the last two episodes of this podcast. It is the first for us. Uh, really fresh. <laughs> really fresh. Always like to bring you different things, keep you on your toes. This is a first bar potentially discussing housewives on a regular basis in any form I can. But there is has been so much uh, substantive updates to this story over the last couple of weeks that it feels like it warrants coverage I'm also just, I don't know about you, but I'm just incredibly gripped by this story for so many reasons, but mainly because this has always been news and because this has always been right in our face, but yet now it's quote unquote news. And I find it just totally bizarre. Like the Brits are at it again. But what I will say, they're never not at it. They're never not. They're flat out. They're flat out. At the mess yeah, They're constantly at the mess and like they can't can't help themselves. So this is an maybe an interesting one for you. I have no interest whatsoever in this story. I have no interest because yeah. I am on the flip side where I am so engrossed in Scandival and Trump <laughs> Rules drama. I can't do both. So I have to. I pick. only said it this morning. I was like, have to pick. I scanned a ball because I don't watch VBR. Yeah, see, this is what I mean. Mm. So, like, I'm like, I'm, I've watched um, Vanderpump Rules from the very first episode. Yeah. Because I watched Beverly Hills back in 2000 and yeah. you know, back when it started. So I'll never forget that initial episode. And I'll Where never it just forget moved over. Yeah. And immediately and telling all of my friends about it, nobody gave a shite. And then slowly but surely, I wore them down. Like, I wore them down. And now we're just at the pinnacle 10 years later of it. Yeah, so I feel back. like that this morning drama and the scandal all at the once, I'm like, no. Yeah. Because again, as I said, the Brits, they're messy. They're inherently messy, but the Americans are messier. So. <laughs> <laughs> this is, no, this has been chaotic. And it's yes. definitely similar to the scandal stuff in that it, it has just been rolling Layers. for weeks. Layers. Layers, right? And there are so many players in the story. Yeah. There are so many statements coming out. I know. <laughs> that add context to like what that. is going on. The latest headline as of today, Monday, what are we, 29th of May. Yeah. Philip Schofield has officially resigned from ITV after admitting to a relationship with a younger male colleague um, that worked on this morning. Now, when I was speaking about this in a group chat, someone was like, but didn't he already resign? He had formally stepped down from this morning yeah i promised or kind of had said that he would be working on future projects with itv over the coming months like uh the soap awards with them and some other stuff that was coming up they were like not like teasing a new show for him that is all gone he's now gone from itv gone from the network entirely and they have entirely cut ties he put out a statement uh in the last couple of days saying that he did have a consensual on-off relationship with a younger male colleague at this morning. Contrary to speculation, while I met the man when he was a teenager and was asked to help him get into television, it was only after he started to work on the show that it became more than just a friendship. That relationship was unwise, but not illegal. It is now over. Apologies for the police siren in the background. That was not audio punnage that I was trying to do there. Um, just came in at <laughs> not a... Not illegal. Not, yeah, I was like, oh, that was bad timing. Something. When you have to state something is yeah not illegal yeah but like frowned on it's really when you know that you're treading that line yeah like and even compass. if you are on the right side of that line you're far fucking too close to that line for my life you know what i mean like you it shouldn't be there 
Get away. Best, best case scenario, this is bad shit. And I don't like, it's not good. Like, it's just not good. Your Jurassic Park, the dinosaur's test in the fence. Like, that's you. <laughs> this is why. Right? So, but this story is not new. Like, he, he, Philip says it in his statement. ITV says it in another statement that we'll get to shortly. Holly, everyone, this story has been rumbling for years. We just briefly last week this story of him and uh, a runner on this morning that he met when he was a teenager when philip was doing like a guest teaching slot at some drama school um and then brought him into work at this morning and then began the the, the relationship the affair because he was married at the time um after he was 18 the reports was then that something it kind of fizzled or it soured and this young man was moved to another uh, show I believe it was Loose Women he no longer works for ITV anymore um, I saw reports that he like works in a pub now or something so he's not he's not working in TV anymore but like this story has been going around for years like we've all known about this story for years why is it only catching on like why is the pressure now so much that he Men has to get out in front of it Men yeah. in Media that's it. We've seen it time and time again. Yeah. Like it's only getting started. The yeah. stuff that is going to come out. And it's like one of those things. I was mad innocent for a lot of my life where I used to just be like, no, that's how things work. And what I was told is exactly what happened. And I believe this and blah, blah, blah. And all that other kind of stuff like innocent until proven guilty. And just the more yeah. <laughs> that the patriarchy has got out there, <laughs> it's just it's like genuinely terrifying what but and I don't think it's they know what they're doing but I don't think they know to the extent of how messed up it is because it's like there's always going to be someone that they'll find that will be like has done it before has been able to do it with and kind of got away with it because the whole what I never really understood is he stood down from this morning but he was like but don't worry I'll be at that national soap awards and I was like um, one of these things is like the other. Yeah, it's <laughs> a bit kind of what's going on there. And then I think that everybody just wanted Holly to be somehow responsible, which I thought was so mega, so yeah. mega strange. And then everyone else had an opinion on it too, and they were kind of saying things, but also not saying things. Yeah, and now we're at a point where we kind of have well, not hard evidence, but he's admitted to what went on. This is so wrong on so many levels. It's crazy. Yeah. Crazy. It's crazy. Crazy. And also like how this news got out. This was a statement that he gave to the Daily Mail. This is a publisher that reportedly is one of the publishers that he had an injunction against from posting about this story. Now, we got a lot of people messaging us in the last couple of days asking for a little bit more clarity on like what an injunction is, what does that mean? Definition, an injunction is a court order prohibiting a person or a publisher from talking about a specific thing. The report is, and this hasn't been clarified by Philip, it hasn't been confirmed by anyone, but the report is that he had an injunction against um, places like the Mail, like the Red Taps, like the Rupert Murdoch Group, that kind of stuff, from talking about this story after what three four years ago when this starts to bubble and the report is that he was paying like up to 30 grand a month to these publishers again he has not confirmed any of this um so the fact that this statement went to the mail is really telling because this is not 
a publisher that he is going to because he has a good relationship with, that there is trust with, that he feels his story will be cared for. This reeks of gotcha. Now you got to tell us, like you got to give us the statement. Like this reeks of we've got more to this. And if you want to try and get out in front of it, we need you to give us the statement because that that article is going to get is going to be what gets clicks. It's going to be linked in every other article that quotes that article. So they're going to rack up those clicks. It reeks of the Daily Mail has more and it more is to come to me. Definitely. And also, I don't think there would be such an admittal. Yeah. I think that he's going to kind of try and circle back and go back on himself and whatever else, like quite a few times, I would say. But yeah. again, I am, I'm not really shocked. No, yeah, I'm not either. I'm really just not shocked. I think that for a group of very, very boring people, and they really are, like, yeah. UK puts like the loose women panel. It's the, de- it's the deadest this of the dead. Oh, it's so dead. dead. Yeah, it's so bad. Oh, oh dead. We're so, we're so drunk after the NTAs. Yeah. Oh, we God. Skipped we're skipped a queue. Oh, oh, can you believe it? <laughs> Just like real your ma's group of mates on like in Benidorm for the weekend. Yeah. Kind of like this is hilarious. Gonna have one too many strawberry daiquiris, <laughs> frozen kind. <laughs> No, it is, isn't it? That is that is who we're talking about here. It had to be one of them, do you know what I mean? But I didn't think it was going to be this dark. And I think yeah. it's not being shown for as dark as it is. Mm. Yeah. But again... There's, there's still like a veil of protection, I feel. And there's still not a real question happening about that relationship and no. what that looks like. There's a, it, it's, it's part of the conversation, but it's far more focused on who knew, you know... Uh, what did ITV do? Blah blah blah, which is all important, but no, people aren't really, I don't think, as bothered about the the details and like the timeline of that relationship as they should be. I, my main surprise is just how quickly this has rolled. Like I I had pre- I felt this story was going to go on, and I felt like we'd cover it again. I did not think we would need to cover it in three consecutive weeks because it would have moved that. Like I'm fatigued, guys, but like. It's it's mad. ITV responded to his statement. Um, they said we're deeply disappointed by the admissions of deceit made tonight by Philip Schofield. The relationships we have uh, with those we work are based on trust. Philip made assurances to us, which he now acknowledges were untrue, and we feel badly let down. We accept his resignation from ITV, and therefore can confirm that he will not be appearing on ITV as we had previously stated. Which they did really clearly in their last statement only a week prior promising that they would work together again with him on the soap awards and this other kind of unnamed future project. Like, as me and Cassie said last week, they tethered themselves to him pretty closely, even when he was moving away from this morning. And within a week, they're like, that's it. Cutting ties, no more. Like, everyone is jumping shit. Again, I think they were trying to protect their investment and he is one of their biggest investments because... No matter what happens now, it's not just him who will be looked down on. The network will be as well. Yeah. Like what I need is like, I need the Martin Bashir interview. <laughs> I need, I need the deep, dark, yeah. grueling, yeah. the grueling, mm. intensive yeah. interview, but not with him, with the person yeah, that he the, has to be fair with. The young man, we don't yeah. have names. We don't know anything. 
there is a name in the press, but I'm I not don't want say it. there to be a name. Yeah. That's there's so names and pictures, up, like... but it's it's so messed up because again, like you know, as as of the information we have, mm-hmm. nothing illegal happened, but there seems no care or like thought put into. But we, there was so much we already didn't know. Maybe we yeah. don't know some more, and maybe we should protect this person just in case more comes out. Like it's it's just like his picture is everywhere. Like where he works, like where he lives, like it's everywhere. And it's like not what he signed up for. It's not what he signed up for. Like as a child. Even if even if he was 18 at the time. Like as oh. we say, as we say about Love Islanders, and like like at that age, what are you able to consent to? Like about this kind of stuff that will forever frame who Your you are. Life. Like yeah. you will never be separated from this story now, ever. No. This is you and this is kind of like any, I suppose also any hope of your own career will always be shrouded yeah. by this. Yeah. And that's a really, really strange place to be, particularly for somebody who was in their teens and is now in their late 20s. Yeah. Probably, like yeah. 28, 27 now? 27 I pro- now? Yeah, I probably put him early. Yeah, probably around there somewhere. That um, is a shocker gang. It's crazy. Maybe a little bit younger, but it's like, it's. I wouldn't put him any older than 27, I don't think. Um. But it's crazy because the main part of this statement and this story as of today is the conversation about um, the work environment at this morning and is it toxic? That is the main conversation. That is the fire that they're trying to put out. Um, Philip posted on social media yesterday. He said, now I no longer work on this morning. I'm free to say this. I hope you have noticed that it's a sh- it's the same handful of people with a grudge against me or the show who seem to have the loudest voice. This morning is the best show to work on with the best people. In all the years I worked there, there was no toxicity. You can listen to those persistently loud voices if you like, but the thousands of guests over the years, thousands of staff and crew, hundreds of presenters and contributors all know it is a family of wonderful, talented, kind-hearted, kind, hardworking people. Now, this started off a whole other conversation that I think has drawn the public eye away from, I, I, I would say, a more crucial thing that needs to be dealt with. This then stirred up Eamon Holmes. He got back in the ring. He was ready for another tweet. Oh. He said, Schofield has just put out a delusional statement. Like Holly, he puts it on Insta stories. So if it goes wrong, there is no record of it after 24 hours. Pal, we all got the screenshots. We all got the screenshots. Why like, is he... Before you move on, why is he the way that he is? Yeah. Like what? It's like this kind of Piers Morgan effect where it's like people kind of regarded him for a while. Then he was kind of cast aside. And the minute that he was, he was like, Venom is the way to go. That's how I'll get like it's desperate and it's delusional and it's strange. And it's very hard for his wife, Ruth, who continues to work at the network, was the main person by all reports, who had a difficulty with Phil, reportedly went and took her concerns to ITV and this morning and raised it with the, I presume the executive producers, and like really was the one in in the kind of line of fire last year when all these stories started surfacing. She was the one that got booted off. Eamon was only there because Ruth was there. Ruth got booted off this morning over to Loose Women. Like, I just don't understand why he thinks it's his place because he's not talking about her. He's talking about himself. Not talking and, about anything really, <laughs> and also like he doesn't have the best track record with stuff. He's like, you know, and it's not the same stuff. Like I'm not suggesting it's the same stuff, but like he said some shit over the years that you're like, Jesus, Amen. Like Ruth has had to dodge a few bullets with him as well. Like, 
definitely just think he takes delight in the downfall of others and I yeah. think that again he probably has this very kind of puffed up version of who he is and what he is to the media yeah and I think he really thinks he's given us this like hard-hitting opinion that everybody's like yeah thank god Eamon's gotten in on it yeah like my guy <laughs> yeah and it's constant it's every tweet it's every appearance on GB News now he, uh, he finished his tweet ironically by saying I'm reluctant to give the liar oh. any more publicity oh. But believe me, Pip, if you're looking for a fight, you picked the wrong person. And I'm like, I just feel like there was no need to get to that kind of tone. Like, there is so much damning evidence against Philip Schofield. You don't need to be like, I just thought that was unnecessary. If he had just said something about, I have spoken many times about the toxic culture that I experienced at this morning. So today's news comes as no surprise to me. That would have been a far stronger statement than just like, Let's take this outside, Bucko. Like, it's like, all right, pals, like, let's relax and just focus on the actual shit that needs to be sorted. Not whatever. I don't give a fuck about your beef with Philip Schofield. I don't care. Like, it, I don't care. No. Like, I out of all the people care. that we want to know the beef about, Eamon is like the furthest. Oh, the so furthest. He's back at the queue. He's back at the line. He's like, all the way back at the end. And that's what I mean. These people are inherently boring. Yeah. That's all that they are. Every single yeah. one of these people, Holly's fucking boring. The loose women panels boring. Alison Hammond, lover, boring. Dermot boring. Like all fine. Yeah. And that's what I think that GB media does like mediocre personalities like no other. Like they yeah. just really wheel them out and wheel yeah. them back in. And again, it is that real. Like we had a bit, we had a bit too many at an at a at an award ceremony. That's all anybody talks about in the media. Like, are we that starved? Yeah, are we that yeah. starved of good news? Yeah, but stuff like this again with Eamon and again with kind of pretty much all of the media who are hammering this coverage and are kind of speculating. I'm like, slow news week. Yeah, huh? Like, but also as well, slow. like. I just think people need to be like aware, like people who don't, I suppose, I don't know, play in this area and don't like enjoy their, their pop culture in this space. Mm-hmm. Need to also be aware that like, he like Eamon Holmes and the likes are banking in on this. Like there are a few people who are making statements and it feels like more like, I don't want to say he's not being genuine, but some people feel like they're more talking to it because they feel like a responsibility to talk to yeah, what they sure, experience. Sure. Yep. Whereas, Eamon Holmes, I don't even know if he's like full-time contract with GB News, but there are many people like Eamon Holmes, not just him, who are like your Dan Wootens and all these people who are like like fully mouthpiecing it now because that yes. is, they are getting paid contribution fees. They are getting called up and brought on all of these shows, talking on all these radio stations because they can quote unquote speak to the culture. And there is a part of this that is like I'm banking on something that I have a very direct experience of. It was in the news last year about how closely linked to this I was. I absolutely have something to say. And then you have someone like um, Dr. Ranj Singh, who is a longtime contributor with This Morning. I think he worked with them for like 10 years. And he put out a statement, which again, felt more like he felt a responsibility as someone who has often spoke about mental health and all this kind of stuff to to flag that he had concerns and that he raised those concerns 
He said that he genuinely loved and valued working there. However, over time, I grew increasingly worried about how things were behind the scenes and how people, including myself, were being treated. I didn't know the truth about what was going on with Philip, but I do know the issues with this morning go far beyond him. It takes more than one person to create a culture. He raised his concerns with senior ITV execs, he says, but he said afterwards he found himself being used less and less. He said he even took his concerns directly to the top of ITV. The culture this morning had become toxic, no longer aligned with ITV's values. And I felt like I felt like because I had whistleblown, I was managed out. ITV have again responded. Their internal comms department is fucking flat out this week. They're saying we are very sorry to read Dr. Randa's post today at ITV. We are fully committed to providing every opportunity for anyone who works with us to raise any concern or comments they may have. Following the complaint made by Dr. Ranj, we appointed an external and independent advisor to carry out a full review. This external review found no evidence of bullying or discrimination. So again, that felt like more of a purposeful statement about this whole thing. Um, if we then opened the show this morning, there was lots of questions about who would present. Uh, Dermot O'Leary and Alison Hammond had filled in last week because Holly is taking two weeks off. They were back this morning. And uh, again, a very bizarre acknowledgement of huge news over the last week. Dermot O'Leary saying, we all know what happened. What, we all know we happen to be in the news at the moment. And of course, we appreciate that. But just from both of us, the whole team here, the crew, the guys downstairs, we love making this show for all of you. And Alison added, we really do. And that's exactly what we're going to do. We're going to we're going to continue doing that. And that was it. Their contributors on the sofa spoke for a few months about how happy they were and how much they loved this morning. And that was it. And there are questions about if this morning will survive this. Do you think they will? No. <laughs> it's like short, shorthand. Oh, hard to say this without insulting <laughs> half of Britain. I'll just say it. we the can kind of people, The kind of people that make this their bread and butter are the kind of people who will not take lightly to what has gone on, but will also feel very kind of, I suppose. And I, not so much, I don't want to be like, oh, forgotten about, but kind of, they feel like the, the it's, it's, the shine's gone. Do you get me? Like, they're never going to be able to turn around and go, yeah, yeah this show, I, I really trust it and I, I really love it and blah, 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 and whatever else like that, because they were the same people who were like giggling at them, getting drunk at the, yeah, <laughs> at the awards. But, um, what a laugh. What, what a lull, you guys. Oh, them through the days. Dermot, I think Alison is a great presenter. I think Dermot's a great presenter. I think the show is fine. I think it kind of fills a void, fills a gap. I think Holly and Phil were both very kind of beloved. And I think the I think the issue is the most beloved thing about them was their friendship. It wasn't yeah. them. It wasn't them as individuals. You know, people weren't tuning into the cube, sweating. <laughs> Can't wait to see Phil. Can't wait to see Phil like at his action. The cube. Oh, the it's the cube, cube guy. Who's gonna, who's gonna take who's over gonna the, cube? the cube? That's the fucking story. Do you know my boyfriend has applied to be on the cube? Like, I'm just so many times. He fully is convinced he'd be whopper at the cube. Oh you my probably god! Can hear me right now. He's going to text me. I'd be great at the cube. Okay. <laughs> What's the audition process like? Brits, they are always they're at it again. They fucking love like daytime game show nonsense. They live for that shit nonsense. over here. They love nonsense. Oh, love nonsense. Yeah, they love, <laughs> love nonsense. Like, I mean, what love... what's happening that time in Ireland? It's just like well, actually, back to back home and away and neighbors. So like better. Sorry, you <laughs> said they're still wheeling in the state pathologist for dancing stars we can't talk we're trying to rework rosie and jim 
flat out so there. We're trying to get uh, Bosco back in, but see if we can get an influencer to do it. <laughs> We're busy. <laughs> we are busy. Oh my god, I need to get that Gen Z audience in, you know. Yeah. <laughs> really. What do you think they like? Big colours. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that they're pitching Pashoon Pashoon there not too. <laughs> they're like copper hair is in Bosco. Bosco, my Shall we do it? Why not? Oh no. God. I don't what, what was the point we were making? Oh yeah, none of them are stars on their own. <laughs> none of them are stars on their own. And if they are, it's for very kind of different formats. Yeah. I think chat shows. I I'm surprised they're still really as relevant yeah. as they kind of are. Just do as the rest of Ireland is doing. Start a podcast. It's the same as an Instagram page. <laughs> Stupid. Why wouldn't you? you Absolutely. Know? Yeah. Why wouldn't you, Phil? Yeah. <laughs> Why wouldn't you, Eamon? <laughs> oh, Eamon I, and Phil having a podcast. Oh, and I would tune I'd in. listen to that. I yeah, would. I'd listen to that. Yeah, I would yeah. listen to that. I would tune in. I feel like they have no choice but to entirely rebrand. Like, and they were kind of due it anyway. Like, I feel like the the. Yes. the the look and feel of the show has been kind of consistent for like the last at least five years. It's giving so the it's, Saturdays. It's, <laughs> it's giving the Saturdays. Do you know what I think of is like, I always think of when people say something like that, like, do you remember the Schwarzkopf ads that Girls Aloud did where each of them were a different colour bottle? Do you remember that? <laughs> <laughs> do you not remember their Euler collab? And you oh, couldn't get guys. them poxy Cheryl lashes anywhere. You couldn't oh my god, they were the best Cheryl's. And they... she got two, and the rest only got one. Like <laughs> it was like anyway, we fancy Cheryl the most, so we're gonna move on. They were like <laughs> X Factor, you know. Um, oh. so I feel like they're due a rebound. The big question is over Holly now, and where she stands with all of this. Um, she responded to Philip's statement, uh, I believe yesterday as well, if not Saturday. She said it's taken time to process yesterday's news. When reports of this relationship first surfaced, I asked Phil directly if it was true and I was told it was not. It's been very hurtful to now find out that that was a lie. What is next for her? Because like you say, hopefully she fucking has spent, nothing. <laughs> she has spent 14 years cultivating an image of her own, but an integral part of her image is this like brotherly sisterly link to Phil? Yeah. We go yeah. on family vacays together. You know, his coming out will be me and him discussing it like a very private, personal moment. Like they have fucking blogged that horse for yeah. years. Yeah. It is so hard to course correct on that now. I feel like surely her management are like, Christ, this is like an entire overhaul of everything that we've made you be for the last like 10 years. Like, I feel bad in saying hopefully nothing. I don't wish that for her. But I feel like this is the pinnacle of her career. This is the pinnacle of her career. I Mm. don't think there's anything else. I think mammy blogging, fairy ads, and like, again, a radio or a podcast. Do like a happy place. Mm -hmm. Is that what it's called for someone? Yeah. 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 Do something like, I don't know. I'm just kind of, again, I can't really... I can't give an opinion that's not like get rid because I it's just yeah. it's not me. It's just yeah. not a bar of me. I get it. I understand why it's popular, but I think it's just so like it's so replaceable. Yeah. And I just think the show itself, as I said, it needs a revamp. It's giving, you know, it's yeah. <laughs> it really is. Like go back to what was it called? We live and kicking. Like that's what we need. We need live and kicking back. We need all of those. Maybe to Keshi's castle or something on the yeah. morning. I'd be happy. We need I'd chaos. Yeah, we yeah, need yeah. chaos. We need like funny reporting and big it's personalities. Very hard for her. 
And I don't want to be like, we need younger people. I don't think we need younger people. I think we need better, more interesting people. But those shows thrive on basicness. You know, that's what they like. They really, they hone in on the Yeah. When I worked at the female publishers back in the day, like covering the entertainment stuff for them, quarter past nine every morning, I'd have my notification set for Holly on Instagram. I only took it off like two years ago. I literally totally forgot. Um, every morning around Corpus Night, she'd post her outfit for this morning, and we would cover that bitch every day. Oh, if there was a Zara skirt involved, the clicks you, you would you get. Dare. Like there is so oh, there's much a, value in her. There's like, a lot of weight in her work. Like there, there really is. is. There and really she's is. Still definitely, there's still definitely something tangible there for her. But it's give her very the cube. Hard. Give her the cube. Give her the cube. Oh, give Do her the castle in the morning. If or that. The new white house. Let's do like let's do something else. I don't I don't know. I think it's it's kind of like um it's a double-edged sword though, isn't it? Because it's people really want to believe that she knew everything about it. Like yeah. they really want to believe that she was like the number one like insider and was yeah. kind of protecting him. I don't believe that, but I also don't believe that she was a entirely innocent but i don't want to say that like it's not innocent or guilty you know that kind yeah. of way it's like yeah i doubt she was i think even lacking like knowledge but at the same time i don't yeah. think it's her place in any way shape or form to talk about something that has essentially imploded her career as well yeah because like the responsibility yeah. of this it doesn't just sit with like her popularity will definitely go down with this as well because 100 percent, it's going to be like a guilty by association and that's just going to be the end of that chapter and i feel yeah. like no matter what else kind of comes out, it's not really going to shock as much as the initial Phillips yeah. taking a step away. Yeah. For some reason, it's one of those shitty secrets that everybody else seems to know that like it was everyone knew, but nobody talked about it. Yeah. Which and is- that's the thing, right? Because like, even if we are, even if all we know is all there is. Yeah. It's bad, like it's mega bad. Like Like, even if people like Holly, and she's again, she's not the only one, but because she's the most visible, the most like linked to him, it's the easiest place to like throw criticism or throw your protection. Because there are also people who are like, "Oh, poor Holly, she must be so upset." Like, there's also that side of the coin. Yeah, all of these people are admitting that they knew of reports years ago about Phil potentially having an inappropriate relationship with a male colleague because at the time the re- the reports were that he was potentially underage we didn't have clarity on when the relationship started yeah. so at the time that was the story and nobody spoke out there was no. enough weight and power still in this like ecosystem yeah. that they were like well look the the investigation didn't throw up anything now we know that he has clarified he oh, said that, that the relationship started when he was when he was older than 18 and they're all saying they knew it's like how it's amazing what people are willing to be outraged by and what they're not and what they would hold on to like the toxic work culture is really where you want to focus like there's so much other weird shit happening honestly just pop over to one of their many random segments and i'm sure (laughs) you go looking for worms you're gonna find them 
Oh my god! I look. I'm sure we will be covering this <laughs> week four. Mm, We're talking again. about Billy. Oh Jesus! Um, I'm sure there will be more updates here, and we will cover it. But let's move on to something. I was going to say something slightly more upbeat, but maybe not. Um, Love Island, ITV. Yeah, We're like yeah. the ITV press office. We're like, oh, what's going out today? No more Philip Schofield emails. Great, Love Island. Let's go. Great shit. Launch the cast. Launch oh. the cast. Love Island Summer 2023 cast announced this morning. Carla, we have been on this journey for quite some years now. Um, oh, and look, we have this. I feel like it's a bit. We have this conversation every it's a bit, year. Yeah, this conversation. I'm a bit tired now. <laughs> fucking hell. I'm not going to ask. Are you watching? Right, because I feel like we're we're very curious and we want to we want to see, but like. It's not grasping. It's not. And we had a little convy about yeah. this right before Pause, we, we got, right before we hopped on this. We are kind of aging out of the show. And like as a 32-year-old, yeah. I know that sounds outrageous, but like the last time they had a 29-year-old was Davide. And that's, I don't even know if he was 29, was he? I think so. Anyway. Anyway. It, the, the show itself... <laughs> As I said to Orla earlier on, it's no shagging, it's no drinking, it's no smoking, it's no fighting. Nothing for What's me. What's in it for us? What's in it for us? Like, you're after, I'm after getting unbelievable maths series. Oh. I'm after getting Scandival and you're presenting me this. with teeny boppers and bikinis. And yeah. I just finished that three months ago. Yeah. It ain't, it's not hitting like it used to. Yeah. And I think that there is so much to be said and again, I hate bringing everything back to Vanderpump Rules, but that show has really delivered Yeah, something that we found out about on March the 1st. It is the 29th of May and people cannot stop talking about it. Yeah. To be able to deliver something like that. Yeah. You just need something special. And I think Love Island is unfortunately, with the math series being so top tier and being just so, you couldn't predict it. Yeah. Love Island has just become that like, safety net and comfort blanket and it's like I hate being like the Gen Zers are out there doing but I don't know who's kind of unless they deliver something incredible yeah and we've talked about it the winter series there was great stories storylines a brilliant cast but it still wasn't hitting yeah (laughs) so because it's too long it's too long man it's too long long. it's too long it's structurally unchanged exactly it's too long and it's structurally boring and i want to see maya jama thrive and i think she's the right person but two years too late and i think that there's i do think that this is unless something mega crazy (laughs) my pod and i'll be like oh i can't believe it (laughs) (laughs) they did it again they got me well done you guys no like i just think yeah, like we're aging out of the yeah. the space where they we feel like they're in our you know yeah. like the we, it they could happen to us or yeah we're calling <laughs> them or whatever like yeah. yeah it could be me um we we've aged out of that but we're still getting the same package deal that we were getting five years ago exactly so the new viewers who are now very much the target audience are getting a a very stale structured show. Very still. We are no longer get. We're getting the same thing, but feel more distant from the concept than ever. Even though we know what to expect. Like I don't know why there is a reluctance to change the structure. Nobody is like, 
the structure wins it's absolutely nailed like every year it delivers because it doesn't it doesn't deliver no. every year no. anymore because no. you're so reliant on the cast change the structure create a structure that will always work and then the cast can just fill in the gaps and go fill mad. in the gaps and hopefully have a personality like you cannot keep feeding me easy singles and calling a cheddar oh, like you just okay. can't it's I don't know. I it's like you know when there's like a change in the air and you just can't mm. really figure out what's like you know <laughs> when you can't figure out what's wrong in your own relationship and you're like somewhere <laughs> going on here and that's kind of where it's at with yeah. it's like I love you and I really I'm so thankful for the years that we spent together. Yeah, but I don't know and I say it every time I'm like oh no actually I didn't I I was always hardcore until the winter and I was like I really don't want to watch this series then mm. I did it anyway. But to be honest, there was weeks where I'd be catching up and I'd be like, mm, fast forward. And I'd be like, just yeah. let me find the highlights. Let me find this, that and the other. It's kind of. And I think I because know. not everyone was watching winter, it those those dips didn't feel like, oh, well, I still want to watch just in case. Like you were yeah. like, well, sure, no one's watching anyway. So I'll just catch it up at the weekend. And there was mega drama going on and people still weren't interested. I just yeah. think they they rallied it too much. It's the same same situation that happened with. Um, the only reason it came back very strong is because of COVID. Yeah. And I think that's the only reason I think otherwise it would have been gone dushed in the ground by 2021. I think mm-hmm. this might I don't think it's going to be their last ser- series, but I think there will be a big change to how yeah. everything happens. You ca- again, it's drivel, but yeah. not in a good way, not in a fun, lighthearted way. There's yeah. better shows out there now that are coming with unbelievable casts. Yeah. Sheer chaos and a great format. Yeah. Love Island isn't one of them. Yeah, I don't. Actually, Ian Sterling put up a carousel carousel on his Instagram just a while ago, and it was like all of his press shots every year. And I was just yeah. like, how ironic that like all of these are exactly the same. I was like, yeah. ah. and thus is the show. Like even the fact that we're still doing this tired ass press shots. Like these girls are wearing the fucking same bikinis oh, that I the know. girls in previous shots. It's like. It's and even they look like they were there from 2015. Low budget. You're like mega low budget vibe. And it's not a low budget. This show makes money and it is the one reason why it is still there. It makes bank for ITV. Mm -hmm. How does it look the exact same? Exactly. And I think like they keep doing they keep doing the same things, trying to incite like reactions, but like the comments are down. Yeah. The comments on the new cast are like, yeah. We normally they're, cover it every year. We normally like dumb. they email it out every mm-hmm. half hour for the, yeah. like for like five hours until everyone is announced. Yeah. Then they usually set out like the group one in the evening um, with like the group shots and all that kind of stuff. Then you get the email maybe tomorrow, the day after of the villa. And like we mm-hmm. normally cover as the cast members come out. And this morning I was like, I'm just not ours. Like, I don't care. Like no one cares about it. And this is oh. I think this is it beforehand. It was real like speculation. Who are you going to match now? They're just yeah. like, get them in and let's see, shall we? Yeah. Just get them in there. Let them out like a bunch of rabbit dogs. Let's see what happens. I don't if care. If they had announced that we're cutting it to six weeks. Oh. Uh, imagine if they had come out today being like, we're Delish. cutting it to six weeks. Casa Amor is no more. Yeah. And they were like. But wait until you see what goes on. begin or something. We'd be like, what are they going to do? You'd be fucking buzzing. You'd be like, oh my God, like it's shorter. I'm getting less content. You're losing the one thing that like typically is the most like drawing. Is the driver. I'd be like, oh my God, I'm so excited. But it's like, you're just, it's just fatigued. Yeah. Let's, like let's run get... through. Oh, the cast. Yeah, you want to run through the cast? <laughs> let's just have a quick, yeah, let's, I mean, fucking hell, I don't even know. <laughs> I'm just going to run, I'm going to run through. Please um, 
their leading first one announced was Ruchi. Ruchi, I don't know how to say her name yet. Um, but I'll know you next week, hun. She's 24. She's from Sutton. She's a beautician. Um, she is the fur one of the first in a while, actually, Asian representation on the show, which yeah. I know last season again was another discussion point of like, you know, again with these token yeah. black islanders and no yeah. inclusion of other minorities. Yeah. Um, so she was, I think it was very deliberate from them to leave with her this morning. Um there is nothing like uh grabby about her questions like there's nothing like outrageous in there that I think is uh gonna make headlines Tyreek 24 he's from Essex he's a footballer he is deaf in one ear so I'm seeing that he is kind of dominating the headlines a little bit this afternoon for um and just being linked to Tasha because sure they're all the same aren't they ITV like wild 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 um he is a good friend of Toby though from Toby and Chloe Finn he says he's one of his best friends. Now, I wait for Toby to confirm that, but reports are went to school together. This means together. nothing. This means nothing. Again, Toby, I was like, Toby, 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 Toby. Not a not a memorable Islander for me. Memorable of his own season, maybe. And that's because the season oh, was poor. Toby. Yeah, it was poor. It, it was, was poor. poor. It was poor. Mo- Molly Marsh, which just uh-huh. sounds like a fake name. 24 from Yorkshire. She's an actress. Like her mother, who don't click the headlines, is related to a quote-unquote Corrie actress. She played an unnamed nurse in about seven episodes over the last 10 years. Don't click the headlines, folks. You're welcome. You're fine. Absolute bullshit. Uh, George Fensom, 24 from Bedford. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's him. Catherine from Dublin. We have Whee! Irish representation. Twenty-two. She is a commercial real estate agent and divine. I would say probably the best looking from the press shots. Yes, yeah, she would be top two. Yeah, I think so. Um, Medi, Med. I don't know how he says his name. He's from Bordeaux, forward slash London. He's twenty-six. He is a communications manager and model. Um, and there's lots of headlines linking him to Davide simply because he's not from the UK. <laughs> simply, simply because English is not his first language. Yeah. He's like, you're talking European. Yeah, it's like, know. oh, we did Italian Stallion. Now we've got this French bistro. <laughs> or like, Jesus, the reaching to try and like yeah. make people fall in love. Ella, 23 from Glasgow. She's a model. She was in uh, World War Z as an extra and she met Brad Pitt when she was 12. <laughs> cool. You sure. definitely, you definitely put that in your two truths in a lie, wouldn't you? You would, yeah. You wouldn't be like, I've met Brad Pitt. I got arrested, <laughs> and I had sex in the park. <laughs> I have four cats. Yeah, <laughs> that's the lie. I have five. <laughs> uh, Mitchell, twenty six from Sheffield. He's a gas engineer. Um, yeah, Jess, twenty two from London, aesthetics practitioner. She. No headlines dominating about her, barred the fact that she loves a Tesco meal deal, which like relatable Fair. queen. Relatable queen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then Andre Furtado, no reported relation to Nelly, 21 from Dudley. <laughs> He's a economics graduate and clothing brand entrepreneur. Just say you're a crypto bro and leave it at that. Just say you're going to try and sneak your clothing brand into the villa to make a few sales. Like, come on. Do we know our sponsors yet? I'm more interested no. in the sponsors. I, uh, yeah. I'm That's what I'm more interested in. Is it going to be a Bootsy basitch? Is it going to yeah. be a, like, what is it? I'm so, so interested to know. 
I wonder I wonder if some other kind of secondhand style space is going to get is going to make a big swing like I wonder would like a vintage or something because they're spending a lot more recently I just don't know if they would have a budget to rival eBay yes yeah but at the same time I don't think these long-term partnerships are hitting the way that they used to Mm. and I think brands have had to be mega clever with the cozy lives that they've had to kind of essentially like change the way that things are being done it wouldn't show like i'd love an l etsy or i'd love, an L. <laughs> I'd love it what's a depot <laughs> the dating the mall, like making in. candles or something yeah, yeah. just uh, it's just mad like little yeah. handbags in the corner made it it's silk you know yeah how fucking easy was that brand slot like i'm gonna say four years ago five four years, years ago. ago wow you could just oh. be like, lump my budget there you go put Pay anything on the air Anything. 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 Literally just put the brand name up for 20 seconds. I don't care. Like, just get me in. It was just crazy. And it is, it's different now. And so much of that is impacted just generally by the culture of like, even just TikTok and just a change of generation and like this less filtered social media presence. But like, I yeah, I'm with you on the branded stuff. I find it very interesting to see who's getting in the game. That's what I do. Book the cast. I want to yeah. see what brands are getting involved. Imagine if they did that this year. Like, first yeah. up, it's eBay. And we're like, whoa, whoa. And you were like, <laughs> covering it. Like, wow. They'll get more engagement than the fucking cast, though. I'll tell you that much. Know. Okay. Um, and do you know who else I want to know? Who's the performer? <laughs> yeah. It's been getting worse and worse and worse throughout the throughout the years. So oh, it's going to be some. It's this year, it's definitely going to be some like one hit wonder from TikTok. Like, it's just. I think it's going to be your own. Um, what's her name? Eurovision. Oh yeah, uh, May Muller, uh, May Muller, May Muller, yeah, something like that. She'll it do a will. song with Joel Corey, and it'll be like the two of them just kind of like one God love Joel Corey, man. You wheel him out, you wheel him back in. That chap, that's a that's a businessman. That's that a is businessman. a businessman. He knows how to make hay when the sun is shining. He knows that his career's four so, years long. Sophie's boyfriend on Jordy yeah. Shore. Yeah, look at that. him now. He is so clever. He had the last laugh. Oh, oh, so clever. He's so clever. Like, like he knows. The tunes are banging, like, to be fair. The tunes are banging and they're very of a time. Like, he's going to be so yeah. relevant in a few years. Like, yeah. so relevant in two or three. Because now... But we'll still eat it up. We're going to eat it up. Lick the ground. Oh, that'll yeah. be our summer 69. We'll be like, oh, Joe yeah. Curry, give it to me in the bar. <laughs> Love it. Uh, yeah, that's another one. Uh, all the cast are going to change their bios to I'm off to find love in the villa as they did last year so presumably the social media band ban is staying push uh, other uh, notable headlines today I say that ironically Maya Jama will be back as host which I'm uh, obviously happy about but like that's yeah. not a headline we knew so again I just want to see the again I'll be following her very closely on the Instagram for the pics for the uh, outfits but she'll be there what three times so it doesn't really I would like Make if they shorter. if they if they just and we said this so many times on my pot on paper like introduced more Jeopardy, yes, to like the boat offs and the recouplings and all this stuff and get her in there to like facilitate that Jeopardy more. Like I just don't know why they don't like this fear of losing good castmates. That's dead. Like that applied during like Maura's season when it's like yeah. she's just too good and yeah. she's such a star. The show isn't making stars anymore. It's about the no. twists and the turns and sometimes. A, a lead character has to get killed off to get everyone back in the show. You know what I mean? So yeah. like we need Jeopardy. She's back. India and Sam back hosting the morning after. 
podcast um, and by my maths and it's note it's interesting that I noted this it should end around Monday July 31st which I is, can't accept that that's tidy I think it's not August I can't accept the fact that it's that long guys oh it's, it's not always... June in two days mm-hmm. I know what's going on um, get into you and Sam to do this morning hey Indian I... Danny they love a couple would watch that. Do you know? I was only thinking. I think Indian and Dammy, right? Yeah. I actually think Indian and Dammy are my favorite ever mm. couple because I truly believe their chemistry. Yeah. Like I believe that if the show wasn't there or like if the going got tough, I really believe the two of them don't think that they're together for convenience. I think no. they're together because they truly fancy the shit out of each other. Yeah. And really, really like each other. The chemistry yeah. in everything they do is off the yeah. charts. They big each other up on social like so naturally. Like it's too much. Yes. It's too like regular for it not to be real. Do you know what and I mean? Also, I think just they make so much sense. Like from mm. what, from the little that we know about them, they make so much sense as a couple. <laughs> and I think like just Jenny, like their banter, the way that they yeah. kind of go about things, like everything about them they're low-key but like out there all the time yeah. how do you how do you be I mysterious know. but yeah. also everywhere all at once yeah the two of them and also the fact that they're like such good friends with like uh tasha and andrew and stuff like that feels really genuine like that actually yeah. does feel like they get on and they're like oh like let's get pizza at yours and i call it like it does yeah. feel they're definitely up there for me with like the jamies and camillas not in the same way that i'm like oh my god i love them but just in that feeling of like that was actually it. You actually found it on that show and it's real. And even if it doesn't last forever, yeah. that was like it was actually... a glorious moment in time. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like one that we'll always remember. Jamie and Camilla are mom and dad. Mm, Dami and so India sweet. are like your your really cool hot friends that you're yeah. so excited got together because it, like everything's a party with the two of them. Just so stunning, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, oh, they're, they're just... so good looking. It's Love crazy. It. Uh, it. It's back next Monday. Pray for our souls. Um Sure, let's see how we get on. Huh? Let's see how we get on. <laughs> For this week, loves of the week. Uh, Carla, do you want us? Do you want to start? Have you been loving anything in particular this week? Anything brought you joy? I have um four things. <laughs> oh, amazing! Great. <laughs> Poor thing. I love that you're so happy this week. <laughs> and they're all, honestly, they're all very, you know, I do a peek in a pit every week. <laughs> I love <laughs> peek in a pit. Uh, for anyone who doesn't follow Carla on any social media platform, fix your life. She does, <laughs> this peek in pit is so good. And also, I have to say to you, because we got so many questions a couple of weeks ago, yeah. my, my love of the week was very unusual for me. It was the Bridgerton bra. The Bridgerton bra made famous by you as yes. named by Michelle McCormack. Yes, I got it. Bridgerton bra. Oh my Isn't god. It's insane. It's insane. Yeah. I got it. I got it for two weddings. I had back-to-back weddings and I wore it and I got so many compliments about my little titties. Yeah. And I was like so proud of them. They were yeah. like up and present and like alert all day. You're so I said, I said it's my love of the week, and people were like, What's the bra? Give me the link. Or like, what's the name? And I was like, sending them over to your stories. It's on Carla's stories in yeah. your like Amazon highlights. In my Amazon highlights. I think I actually even have a bra highlights now. But if you go to yeah, my Amazon I shop, I have a dedicated bra section. It's like the first, in the highlight, yeah. it's like one of the first links that comes yeah. up. Yeah. You'll if, know it. You'll know it. And you don't need to be 
little bitty titty committee. Like, oh. I don't mind saying I'm a double D to an F. Yeah. No, double D to an E, A, B, C, D, E. Fucking hell. Um, the heat is getting to me. And I was like, mm, let's see. And I was like, wow. Yes. Wow, they wow, go, wow. They go the whole way. I think they go H. And like good colors, go like a good range of colors. Great range of colors. I anyway, love, 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 love the bridge. So, I'm so yeah, but happy. I had to give you a shout out for it. So yeah, get yeah. to your love of the week now. Sorry. Uh, so I have, I've, I've, I have a couple of different things, right? Go a on. A different things. So <laughs> first of all, um, I'm so Halle Bailey's voice in The Little Mermaid. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Every time I hear her voice. <laughs> Why are these sisters everywhere? They are amazing. That's why. Have you ever come across two sisters so individually talented, but together also have that magnetic chemistry? That's so hard. Like, that's like, what's Donna and Joe? You're a star vibes. (laughs) (laughs) I used to watch them on YouTube when they were like, literally kids. (laughs) Get them to cover that. that. Get them to cover love, question mark. That's what I want to see. That's what I want to say. But these girls are everywhere. Like, good on them. But they are so talented. Mm. But they get, you know what it is? It's like they find every opportunity. They just, like, suck the life out of, which I'm obsessed with. But, like, in the best way possible. So, Halle Bailey landed the gig because Rob, is it Rob Goodall? I can't remember his full name. But anyway, it's Rob, whatever his name is, Rob, the dude who did The Little Mermaid. Marshall saw her perform at the Grammys yeah and he was like oh is this Ariel and he was like because she's so otherworldly like beautiful yeah he was like she's and her voice is just like Jesus sends yeah. you to a place and he said she came and auditioned like a week later he asked her to audition like a week later and she did part of your world and he burst into tears and he was like that's it like that's the emotion that you want out of a live action it can't be like floating around you know will smith can't be floating around treading water like can't be treading water over the basket. look at this stuff yeah. <laughs> 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 oh. you know Gasp. Oh, and like her her press tour outfits as well. Like I think it was oh. the was it the first premiere where she had that like metallic like wavy, and it just looked like the water. It looked like the water. I was oh like, fuck me! She looks so like, good. Oh, whoever's styling you, just like insane, yes, I'm all over it. I insane. think she's a massive career ahead of her as well. So it's like exciting yeah. to see someone who's so young and so talented, but also seems to like really know themselves. Like her yeah. and Chloe really know themselves. They've been in it for ages though, right? Like, like they've been working with like Beyonce and Jay-Z for like, I want to say yeah. like more, oh, definitely over five years. It's like a yeah, long time. Yeah, I was going to say like not a decade, but not not a decade. Yeah. Yeah. Like a long They're time. They're touching on it. They're touching on that decade, yo. Um, so her voice has been really thrilling me this week. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, a sleeping mask. Guys, a silk sleeping mask for the eyes. Yeah, I'm on this buzz. It's too bright in the mornings and it's too bright in the evenings also. Yeah. And I saw a TikTok and it was basically this scientist guy who does like sleep clinics and he was like measuring the quality of sleep that you have with an eye mask on versus with it off. And it was like the difference was astronomical. It was like if you keep waking up really unrested, a sleep mask. And it takes a little bit of time to train yourself to get used to it. But he was like, once you do, the quality of your sleep will just go 
through the roof. It's just wow. one of the biggest things. More than sound, I think the um, like obviously earplugs and all that other kind of crack is great. You know, just yeah. Black out a room, put a cover blanket on. Just full coma, <laughs> you know. Just but like, I, I don't wear mine every night. If it's just yeah, if I find myself like really restless trying to get to sleep mm-hmm. or like yeah like I'll put or if I feel sick sometimes yeah. I put on because it just yeah. makes me feel calm but yeah. I keep getting videos like that about um mouth taping so mouth taping sleep. can be dangerous because That's it depends on yeah it just depends if you have like any kind of version of sleep apnea because you don't really know yeah. that you have that until until it's too late yeah but yeah so mouth taping people are like getting a bit ooh, that's kind of dangerous but like a sleep mask oh, oh my god get, i can't yeah. begin to express a sleep mask it is nice the difference in me the difference in the energy the difference in everything it's it's really i can't recommend wow. it enough 10 out of 10 if you're a restless sleeper so that's another thing um vanderpump reunion we go round two Round two yeah. this week. Thoughts guys. on thoughts on the on the uncensored version. So they released the like regular edited version on Bravo, right? And yeah. then they put an uncensored version on Peacock. But Hey You have the uncensored version. So okay. if you're watching on Hey You, that is the uncensored version, and it's the long, it's the extended cut. So okay. it goes from like 42 minutes to 56, I think. Okay, give them an extra 15 minutes. TikTok is telling me that that was the best decision Bravo ever made. As ever a fan, made. Do you agree? Yes, because there's so many. You like hearing so many beeps it stunts the flow of conversation number one but also having that extra little bit of 15 it's not sometimes what you get is they'd be in the middle of a fight and then all of a sudden Andy'd be like I'm gonna change gears for a minute and yeah. you're like yeah. no yeah. show me the start the middle of the end of this yeah there is nothing that I will not do for this drama like <laughs> I I am um, so engulfed and something new is coming out every day the way that they have mastered this reveal the way that they have like that show was about to be cancelled it was on its last yeah that was yeah that was my understanding of where it was because they reinvented so essentially they lol season eight they reinvented the cast and they introduced like four new cast members who were very good cast members but the unfortunate problem was the the main girl who was amazing left. She didn't really want to hack it. Two of the lads were found out for being racist. And then the fourth girl kind of went into, yeah, like old tweets kind of thing, like pulled Yikes. up. And then the fourth girl kind of became like a, a B character. Like she's okay. there, but she's not really connected to anybody else. And then two of the main cast members who were like two of the chaos starters again, um, got uh, fired for a kind of racist. There was like a racist... Uh, incident where they it's a very long story but they kind of accused another cast member or something just because she was black and all this other kind of crack it was very very um very strange and it, very intricate so I'm not even going to do a bad botch, botch job now of that so coming back it really needed like after losing the good new yeah. characters and some of their anchor characters it needed a kick up the hole season nine was boring then you know one of the main couples divorced and everybody was excited to kind of follow that but the problem was like a divorce isn't really like what can yeah. you say they're done do you know like nobody unless you're there in the trenches of the actual divorce yeah one of those things and then this happened and lads when I mean this is a reinvention the way that they have done the press tour the way that Bravo have their contracts yeah oh my god it is sensational yeah I am hanging on to every TikTok every word every snippet 
such a varied cast, such a fucked up drama, like yeah. such an insane thing to happen. And also like how the show has been elevated in the ecosystem. Like, yes, like obviously I'm a huge Housewives fan. Yeah. yeah. And like they've always just been top yeah. tier. Yeah, and they're top have, tier. Yeah. You have all the other shows yeah. that kind of filter in and sometimes it changes based on like good or bad seasons or whatever. Yeah. Like Vanderpump Rules st- like stars would go on Watch What Happens Live, Andy's late night talk show, and they'd be behind the bar, which is like, yeah. you know, you get maybe five minutes of conversation. You're not really asked any questions. You don't really speak to the fans. And then he has like his two guests. And like now it's to the point where if a Vanderpump Rules person isn't on the guest panel, whoever is, is getting asked about Vanderpump Rules. Yeah. It's just, like, it has Chrissy. totally moved up in the yeah. ecosystem entirely. Yeah. And Chrissy Teigen did a whole whole yes, I watch saw what this. happens live on Vanderpump Rules like yeah Rob Lowe was on it like there's just people the people that are watching are now just they have such incredible opinions it's such a reward so, for people who have stuck through it through a couple of really bad through, seasons exactly and it's just one of those things that it was like I used to be you know you went from sweating to watch it every day to kind of like catching up on two or three episodes I'd always stick with it but it wasn't like have to absolutely see what yeah. happens now I'm like following every blog doing every single thing yeah and like, not that it gives me such joy. I think it's just such a, this cast, I can't begin to express the reason why Vanderpump Rules is such a good show is because these are the worst human beings in the world <laughs> and they know it and they show it. There is yeah. no holds barred. Absolute yeah. arseholes. Yeah. The worst kind of people. <laughs> And they are just out there showing their skin. And it's not this kind of like, we work in a bar, there's a bit of drama. Now they have businesses, they're talking about their finances, you're finding out st- like stuff that is really intricate and really personal. Like you yeah. really feel like you know these people because- It feels like early days of Housewives when they had yes, to give that much. Like had to give that much. It's yeah. not this kind of top line bullshit anymore where everyone's trying to be a private person, but in front of a camera, yeah. not at all. These people are like getting out there admitting to their really fucked up misdeeds swilling each other who is swilling people i know in 2020 i love a swill man. i it's, love a swill it's such like low-key drama that just like is so oh, and it always causes chaos i just think it's such a great addition to an episode you're getting like you're getting hilarious merch out of like little kind of and it's not like embarrassing yeah. merch no it's like really kind of funny but like, yeah. merch like number one guy in this group merch do you know what <laughs> I mean like Pete this stuff and they're all mad like they're all coked out of it it's incredible you know when you're just like these this friend group is imploding and it's so toxic yeah and it's such a bad and then like a bad position and then you've got Lisa Vanderpump the biggest shit stirrer that Bravo has ever hired sitting there being like their queen and I would yeah. die for her. <laughs> Simply die for her. I thought, yeah, I, I, and that was also an interesting thing because there was like mounting, I wouldn't say pressure, but there was like growing reports that she would potentially go back to Beverly Hills and people were kind of crying out for her to go back to Beverly Hills. Not with and this I, one. Not there with this one. And I would say she definitely considered it because Vanderpump Rules was, the Weaving. all I was seeing yeah. from being in the Bravo space but not being a viewer was that it was just weaning and people weren't as gripped anymore and yeah. it had lost its spark. And I was like, well, maybe she'll go back then because... That's an easy, like, they need someone like her. It would be such great. Now she's probably like, fuck that. No, I get the same paycheck over here. I don't have to get involved in all that fucking mess. I'm, I the, I'm the cool one. Like, yeah. I get to I get to rule the roost. I get the control. Like, I get to be, Andy. like, essentially a friend of for exactly. a housewife for... salary. 
exactly exactly and it's my fucking show it's like my name on the door so and I'm it like, promotes my businesses like yeah. it's the like the restaurants are getting more quid from it yeah she is getting more quid from it the, like i went oh. to sir i went to sir last may and like the front bar is now just a merch store do you know i, and I, I was wish I, I never tapped it and i, I was fucking wish i was i wish i did this over covid with housewives because i'm so gutted now that i'm not in it do you I, know? it doesn't matter like i've talked about it numerous times in my podcast you can pick up yeah. on the rules season one fucking chaos season two carnage unbearable season three the secrets that come out from season two that you didn't realize like every season is a banger because yeah. as i said these people hate each other <laughs> but truly believe that they are destined for great things yeah. and there is no better watching than dilute like why do you think yeah. Harrison works so well on maths yeah like, that delusion that conviction and being an arsehole and thinking that you can get away with it like they're cast over the years they've made some yeah they've hit some bum notes with like one or two side characters but that yeah. kind of like it's like housewives in the way that you kind of know immediately and then they're kind of edited out yeah but you've yeah. got like side characters becoming main characters mad stuff people are spitting yeah. on each other like fucking hell <laughs> where do you see it these days <laughs> you just don't so i would recommend to anybody if you haven't watched vanderbump rules get on it it okay. has not aged it okay. really hasn't like you know the outfits and the and the music yeah fair but like yeah. it as a show has not aged it is gonna go down okay. in the history books do it okay Fuck do it, what life am I gonna have I know um, did you say you have one more or was that it I have one more <laughs> go over it Carla I love that all these things have really enjoyed this week I know they really do um so I'm a big uh reader big fantasy reader read a lot of fantasy okay. books read a lot of books in general um, Oh, I didn't know that about you yeah I know a lot of people are like uh, you know when it's like name one weird thing about me I'm like I read sci-fi and fantasy like that's like <laughs> my thing and everyone's like what <laughs> yeah I wouldn't have done yeah yeah I wouldn't mad have put worlds like, together yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so uh two sorry a book that is just launched that I'm obsessed with it's called the book of G and okay. it is uh Gaston okay and his retelling after after Beauty and the Beast he is welcome oh. he has no memories and he is trying to figure out why he is the villain and it's like told in an adult fantasy setting obsessed wow. Oh, I will be reading that this week. I'm excited. It's on my lineup. Is and that then, saucy? Yeah. Is, little, I, oh, did, I, I think there say. will be, there's always a bit of horniness in sci-fi and fantasy. I guys. was getting a bit yeah. of horny energy, yeah. but I was like, maybe I'm just See, reading Game, Yeah, no, Game of Thrones, at like, you know, the way there's like all the horn and all the, like all yeah. that. Yes. There's always, there's always a bit of riding going on in a fantasy okay. book. Okay. Okay. Rarely ever any fade to black. You know, it's always kind of like hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> you are reading. They're going to completion. Yeah, I got yeah, it. You're like reading my penetration. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Keep together. You're in it for the smut, Carla. Just I'm in it for the smut. I'm in it for the smut. I'm in it for the smut and I'm in it for the plot. So yeah, I'm excited to read that. Um, And then another book. Uh, if anybody is into fantasy, it's one that's not as well known. The writer is an independent writer um, and her first novel was called The Book of Azrael. She has just gone on to the like, it's the second she just, in name, sorry, she just released the second of the series. It's called Throne of Broken Gods. I'm in the middle of it. It is a 900 page book. It's a chunky Yikes. one. A chunky okay. monkey. Um, but it is, it's so good already. Like, oh. I've literally, I'll be done it. I started it yesterday. I'll be done it tonight. Like I am. No way. Yeah, like I am all in. 
Fucking hell. Yeah, I have Where a job. Are you getting a, how are you holding out a full-time job with that? Fuck me. I'm a very fast reader. And people are like, no, I'm like, I genuinely, I'm a very fast reader. Like, Wow. <laughs> I really wish I was a re- like a reader. I just never was. I just never had the attention span to like sit. I'm just too easily distracted. And I, I, think- I hate it about myself. If you're not a reader, you might be an audio booker. And if you're not any of those things, yeah. it's just about there's tons of different ways of getting into it. But you probably just haven't found your genre. That could be it as well. Like, I can't read a romance novel. I just maybe, can't. Maybe the book of G is for me. Maybe the that book of G like... could be for you. Like the book of G. How hilarious. How hilarious that we're getting. By the way, Gaston, my favorite Disney villain of all Brilliant. time. He is yeah. a king. Brilliant. He's a king. So this was a writer. Like this book could be shit. I could, I don't know. This author is relatively new to the genre, but you're like, I'm book eating of that G, up. I'm just, I'm snacking on it. I'm <laughs> snacking on it, you guys. I love it. I love it. Oh, what a lineup. Why are we? You've been enjoying loads this week. I am like struggling the last couple of weeks because I've been watching so much of the same shit and doing yeah. so much of the same same yeah. shit. But I was very excited that this week we got the launch of, we spoke about it a couple of weeks ago with Kian, the ultimatum, the queer love edition. Yes. Of the Netflix Netflix show. Yeah. No, that. that's the BBC oh. one. That's the BBC one. That's oh, what's that called? I kissed um, a boy. I kissed a boy. Sorry. Yeah. So do you know? That. <laughs> I'm so glad you still did the impression though. So we got that in there. Do you do you remember the ultimatum on Netflix where it was like couples came in and they were like, I want to get married. And if they don't marry me, I'm out what of this fucking stupid premise. Americans, man. They're Americans. fucking wild. They're fucking wild. So it's that, but queer love edition, which makes me ill because just call it the ultimatum and don't need to brand it as the queer ultimatum. Um, but it's all women. Um and I was nervous, excited, curious going into it. The first three episodes dropped on Friday, randomly hosted by Joanna Garcia Swisher, who people will know from Sweet Magnolias. Do you know that like Southern girl oh, show yeah, on Netflix? Yeah. She's the red haired one, like a real natural link to the LGBT community. You know, you'd be like, oh, yeah, let's take this person from this show about good Christian values in the South and host a queer dating show. Um, there's three episodes on Netflix. Very strong start chaotic characters on there there is some batshit crazy birds on this thing like one girl in particular Vanessa is out of her goddamn mind and it's so interesting that they have picked an all-female cast because this I just uh, you could always lead with all male they always lead with all male I'm obsessed we're women women. fucking different level like you're getting like, I think there's 10 of them in total. So you're getting 10 women in a group who are all like having relationships with other people. They call them exes, but like partners. And it's like that shit's going to spark off much quicker than if it was with gay men. It's very strong. Um, I just don't know if they're going to hinge the entire like drama of the show around this one girl, Vanessa, who is very chaotic. Uh-huh. There is already some nice like <clears throat> yeah. romances bubbling with the new couples. Yeah. But I think it's going to pace itself well. There's three more, ep- or sorry, episodes five to eight are coming on this Friday. And then the finale and, oh no, this Wednesday, sorry. And then the finale and the reunion are on June 7th. So I feel like it's not too long either. Like 10 episodes, including your reunion, I think is like snackable. Like it's nice enough. Um, They're not going to drag it out. But yeah, do love it. Always find it very interesting how they just navigate it. Like there was a lot of, um, there was a lot of like, catering to the straight audience in the first couple of episodes like over explaining certain things and like leaning into certain stereotypes but like you're kind of to expect that from a 
place like Netflix that doesn't that hasn't really had that experience in the space and is probably I'd say by statistics of the ultimatum is probably mostly straight viewers watching it so there was a little bit of that that I hope tones down now once we've gotten over the initial the initial jump scare of the fact that they're all lesbians um so I'm excited to see it it's nice (laughs) yeah like oh no one fucking hell um (laughs) kind of that energy but yeah it's good I would definitely give it a go uh three episodes only which is kind of annoying because once you're into it you kind of want to just keep going but I'm enjoying it so far um it's not a sci-fi book but it is something that will burn my brain cells so sign me up Carla we're gonna wrap it there because it's been a a long time am I drenched like I I'm so no you don't look drenched Put your fan on. Come <laughs> <laughs> a fan on. Got my fan um, on. I will likely be talking to you in the next few weeks. Love Island is back, as is my pot on paper. Uh, we will be talking to my pot on paper listeners about that over on the Instagram this week. Uh, so if you're not following my pot on paper, big announcement. Do... <laughs> big, big, big announcement, big, guys. Big announcement. Whoa. Be there, you won't know what it is. Oh, um, you might find out late. You wouldn't have that. <laughs> But yeah, follow us over there. We'll be talking about it. I'll be talking to you on the podcast, I'm sure, over the next few weeks. Let's just hunker down now for the next week. Catch up on those Z's. Sleep masks books. on. Great books read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get through Scan it them all. Ingested. Eye mask over the eyes. Eye mask over bed. the eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice Depression cured. Depression cured. Thanks so much to this week's guest, Carla Kay, for being here to chat through all of the latest news. Thank you to you guys for tuning in each and every week. You can find us over on Instagram at don'tquoteme.podcast and on TikTok at Orla Condon. You can also find us on all your favorite podcast apps so you can listen whenever and wherever you like. We will be back next week with a brand episode and all the latest pop culture news. We'll talk to you then. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.